Let's start with the first one and then I'm not gonna give the other one away. But the first one is, imagine your possibilities. Imagine them. And I think that, Erica, you brought it up in the meditation today. You know, we're so connected. Imagine your possibilities. Go ahead and imagine what you can create in your life that will enhance your life. But most important, what will bring you closer to God? So the questions to ask yourself is, what brings me joy? What brings me excitement? What, what, what is exciting to you? What, makes, what, what brings you fun? Like, what is fun for you, right? I love Christian because my husband Christian, he always tells me, babe, follow your excitement. Follow your excitement. And then also work with people that are excited about your vision. That's so important. You know, right now I'm working with Stephanie. She's behind the camera. And she's so excited about my, my mission. And she's helping me out. So you always want people around you that follow your excitement. Beverly's super excited. She's always excited about my mission. And Bob and the whole church has always been excited about my mission. So I like to surround myself with that energy. So I invite you to ask these questions. What brings you joy? What brings you excitement? What is fun for you? And that's going to start to kind of brew this kind of being or this kind of inspiration, creativity, and you're gonna to want to create. But you wanna feel good. You wanna have that feel good feeling because in that feel good feeling, you're gonna co-create with spirit. You're gonna co-create with the Holy Spirit. You're gonna co-create with God, with Jesus, with our mighty angels and companions. You wanna co-create from that space, right? We don't wanna co-create from fear. We don't want to create with the voice of falseness, with the voice that's not of truth, right? We want to create with God, with spirit. It's because we get to choose, right, who you want to create with. So if you want to create with spirit, you're going to serve the world. You're going to serve yourself. But when you create from fear, when you create from the ego voice, what happens is, is that you create from a space of lack and limitation. You're creative in a way that is out for you. Like, what, what, what's in it for me? Because you can create a lot of things in this lifetime, right? That are about you. They're about your ego, how you could be bigger, how you can make more money. Instead of, how can I be of service? How can I, how can I, do, how can I do for others, right? Because the Holy Spirit's all about what can I give? And the ego's all about what can I get? So how are you gonna be creative? And who are you gonna be creative with? So I invite you to think of, imagine the possibilities. Because to set it right, you have to see it right. You have to see it with the perception of love. So I want you to imagine. Now, when I first wrote my book, Live Your Happy, I had to get into this creative process with spirit because I couldn't do it on my own. Now, it's funny because I didn't want to write a book at first. I didn't want to write a book. And this is a funny story because I suffer from dyslexia. I don't like to read and write. And I am an author. All right, I don't tell many people this because they're like, um, you wrote a book and you don't like to read or write? No. I write emails and they're like this long. This is why I have people that work for me to write my emails. I just, I don't, it's just not my thing. So I didn't want to write a book. So when I got offered by D. Patrick Miller, which eventually helped me to get my book published, he found me on Facebook. I had written a post about how I was able to finally release myself and look for things outside of myself to complete me. So I posted this very powerful post. I had had some pasta and some Pinot Noir. So I was a little, you know, a little happy, happy. And I posted this on, on the website, on Facebook. And it was so inspirational. 
so creative, my post, that I put, get this, I put excerpt from my book. And I didn't have a book. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? So I was creative. I was being creative there without even knowing it. So D. Patrick Miller writes me a message on Facebook. He says, I want to hear about your book. And I didn't respond. I was so embarrassed. I was like, if this guy knows that I wrote this when I was buzzed, I'm, he's going to think I'm crazy. So he goes ahead, and I didn't respond to that message on Facebook. So he wrote me an email. And this guy is like top notch. Like this guy has published big books, like Disappearance of the Universe by Gary Renard. He has fearless publications. Like this is like a guy that's really, really been around the block in the course community. So he emails me and he puts, Maria, I'm really excited. I want to know more about your book. I'm like, oh my God, this book thing. I haven't even wrote a book. So I'm very embarrassed. I'm very embarrassed. I call Patrick and I call him. And this is part of the creative process. This is going to be part of the talk that I'm going to give today with the steps. So here we go with Imagine the Possibilities. So when I talk to Patrick, I say, I say Patrick, listen, I know you've been hounding me about my book, but I have to tell you something. I don't have a book. It was the Pinot Noir talking. <laughs> and he starts cracking up. He's like, what are you talking about? I go, listen, I didn't, I, I was, that was just something that I was create, creative. And I put it up there because I was just in joy. And I thought it was such a cool little thing. And it, it, it looks like it could be in a book. And then he says, Maria, you're a happiness teacher. I was like, really? I would, happiness teacher? He's like, yeah, I see you on YouTube on your talks that I do here at Unity. And you're like, happy this and happy that. And I was like, wow. So it's amazing how spirit, when you're creative, when you are in your purpose, because I'm, I'm very creative in my work, you attract people that get excited about your work. So he says, okay, let's do this. He says, let's go ahead and let's write a book proposal. You don't have to write the whole book. You just have to write a little part of it, an idea of each chapter, and then we're going to turn it into publishers. We'll turn it into Hay House. We'll turn it into New World Library. We'll turn it into different public pu publishers. And the thing is, you won't have to write the whole book. And then if you do get the book deal, then they'll pay you to write the book. And I was like, ooh, sign me up. I like that. <laughs> that sounds good, right? So it's so interesting because I, I didn't feel worthy of it at first. I was scared because I have dyslexia and I don't like to write. So what does that look like? For me to be able to write a whole book coming from spirit, like not copying something, like really coming from something within me, how was I going to write that book? What did I have to do? I had to imagine the possibilities. The possibility of getting, um, you know, picked up by Hay House, the possibility of what the book looked like, um, the possibility of, of me being able to expand my message because of the book. Um, I had to imagine myself writing the book and, and, not, and not being scared. So this is why we go into the second principle. The second one is step forward and trust. I had to step forward and trust. So I had to be creative. I had to imagine the possibilities, but I had to step forward and trust. I couldn't trust Maria, the separated self. I couldn't trust my little self of fear of, oh my God, I have to write this book. I have, you know, I have 194, um, you know, word count or whatever word count I had. It's a thousand, I don't know, a thousand something word count. And I, I couldn't look at September when I had to have a deadline. I needed to trust the moment. I needed to trust that title that was coming through me. I needed to trust that word. And I needed to trust section by section and not look at the big picture. So I invite you that when you're creative and when you have an idea, it's not to look so much into the future, into the end result, but be present to what you have at hand. So what do I have at hand right now? First chapter. 
That's it. That's all that exists. Nothing else. Sitting there at that moment with my computer. Oh my God. And when you're creative, it could be scary because you don't know where to start from. There was times I looked at a white blank, blank, basically picture on my laptop and I'm like, oh, I have to fill this up with words and I'm, I have dyslexia and I don't like to write. Right? So I see this white board and I'm like, wow. So I had to go ahead and yes, I had to imagine my possibilities, but that's not enough. That's not enough. I had to step forward in trust and then start writing from that space. Then I got creative. I opened up um, my ministerial program from Pathways of Light and I looked at my journaling and I started to get inspiration from that. I started to become creative and I started to see what works and what doesn't work and I turned it into Patrick and then Patrick says, say a story here or take this out here and then there's this co-creative process that I do with Patrick that has come into my life to help me write this book. The third step that I had to do was I had to recognize my divinity and what did that look like in December when I, we had turned in the book proposal, the book proposal was done, Hay House says, they don't want the book, right? So I had to recognize my divinity. I had to recognize that I'm worthy of having a book regardless if Hay House has denied me. Why? Because my book doesn't define me. Hay House doesn't define me, God defines me. I recognize my divinity because no outside source could ever make me happy. No outside source could ever fill me up. Only God fills me. The book is just a symbol of that. Actually, I was excited that Hay House didn't deny me. Why? Because I really didn't want to write a book in the first place. <laughs> so Patrick says I was the happiest denied author ever. It's writer. <laughs> he's, never, he's never seen that before. Usually people are so sad because they get, you know, denied. And I was happy about it. And he was laughing. And I go, okay, good. Now I don't have to write a book. And he said, no, Maria, we're going to continue. And in January, we're going to submit it again. So I had to recognize my divinity and say, you know what, that, that that I've made up in my mind that I have dyslexia, that that I've made up in my mind that I can't write, that I can't read properly, whatever that is, that I'm not smart enough, that I'm not good enough, I'm going to let that go now and I'm going to recognize my divinity. I'm going to recognize that I'm worthy of writing a book. I'm going to recognize that I can write a book. That why not? What does that look like? Why does it have to look a certain way? And then what happens is that beautiful things start to happen when you start to own your power, when you start to recognize that you can be co-creative with spirit and that you can create beautiful things that will change this experience and this world because that's what we're here to do. We're here that we can manifest. We're powerful manifestors. But the question is here, and this is something that Unity asks over and over, and this is what the Course asks over and over, is who are you manifesting with? Who's your teacher? Who are you co-creating with? Are you co-creating with your truth, with spirit? Or are you co-creating with the ego? If I was coming from ego, I would have been like, how come Hay House doesn't publish my book? They better publish my book, blah, 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 right? No, I, was, I just let go. How about if I don't write the book and that's okay? February comes along and New World Library brings us in an offer. New World Library published The Power of Not by Eckhart Tolle. And Deepak Chopra's book, The Seven Laws of Spiritual, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. Which one? Spiritual success. Yeah. Right? So it's like, wow, okay, I got a book deal. Now I'm like, wow, I'm not nervous. There's endless possibilities. I am walking in trust with Holy Spirit. There's no way to get even nervous because I got this, because this is God guided, this is spirit guided. And then guess what happens? Everything starts to come through me. Every single chapter, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, comes out like butter. I always say, easy is normal.
Easy is normal. And that's what we have to continue learning. We have it backwards. We think that hard is normal. We think that struggling is normal. We think that having bad health is normal. We think that depression is normal. We think all this stuff is normal. We have to shift the, flip the switch and seek and you will find. And that is true. You got to seek within and you got to find your divinity and God with you. You got to flip the switch and understand that you are worthy. That you are worthy. And then live your happy's born. Live Your Happy was born in six months of where it came through me. And was there's challenging moments, of course, when I saw that white board, when I saw that white screen, that I didn't know what the heck I was going to put on, those, on, that white, on that white screen. But you know what? Maria, the separated self, Maria, the individual, the personality, was worried because it's like, how, how am I going to do this? How am I going to look good with this word? Of where, when I got brought spirit in, the Maria voice would quiet and spirit will flow through. And then it's not about me, Maria, or saying the perfect word or speaking perfect English, right? What happens is, is that even talking about English, the book gets translated, translated in Spanish by New World Library, and they've never published a book in Spanish. They've always sold the rights. So then here I am, I'm creative. I tell them, listen, you guys have to publish this in Spanish because we want to reach a broader audience. That's my creativity. That's me thinking out of the box of where they did it. So guess what happens with that creativity? I don't know. That might open up other doors for other Spanish authors to come in and be able to share their books. Wow, so that's what I'm talking about. Your creativity, where you can serve most. This is something that Myrtle and Charles Fulmer were really good at, the, you know, the creators of Unity. They were really good at service. So you use your creativity to create, to be creative, to be of service. And then everything just flows. And what does that look like for you? So I invite you, what, what's fun for you? What brings you excitement? What brings you joy? How can you serve? These are the questions. So the three steps are, imagine your possibilities. So I invite you to imagine your possibilities. Imagine when you come out of here, what is it that you would love to create in your life? The other one is step forward and trust. Do it with your internal teacher. Do it with God. Join with God in your divinity. Listen, God wants what you want in your heart. If not, you're not gonna want it. God wants what you want. So you go ahead and then you recognize your inheritance in God as God. You recognize your inheritance. And when you recognize your inheritance, your inheritance is happiness. Your inheritance, your function is happiness. That's your inheritance. Your inheritance is peace. Your inheritance is abundance. That is your inheritance. That's your divinity. So you recognize that and that's number three. So I invite you to Get your bow and arrow. Get your bow and arrow, you imagine your bow and arrow, and you get your bow and arrow, and you look at your creativity. You look at what you would like to create. You see it there. You visualize it, you embrace it. You say, I want to create that. I want to create more love in my life. I want to create healing in my body. Whatever that is for you. And you go ahead and you get the bow and arrow and you start to bring it in and you bring in the bow and arrow and maybe sometimes it's going to pinch you a little bit and sometimes it's going to hurt and sometimes it's not going to be easy to come in because you want to go without. So you bring in that bow and arrow and you feel, you feel and you go within and you do it with spirit and you, you, you gain confidence inside. You pull back and you trust, you seek and you will find inside you in God and then you go ahead and you pull back you pull back you pull back and you recognize your divinity you know that whatever the doctor said that there's some cells in your body that aren't working you recognize hey there's other cells in my body that are working perfectly well think about it. I'm not going to think about what my mom said when I was little that I wasn't good enough I'm going to remember now that I am good enough I'm going to remember that I am worthy 
I'm going to remember that no matter how much I am concerned right now about money, I know that I will be provided for. And you just step back and you pull back knowing your truth. You pull back knowing that your inheritance is happiness and that your divine right is to be in God as God. And you go ahead and you pull back and then you let the arrow go and you let go. That's the fourth and final step. You let go. You don't put your hand in it. You trust completely in that God has your back, in that spirit has your back, in that Jesus has your back, in that the angels have your back. Why? Because you're worthy, worthy of that. Let's go ahead and pray. So I invite you to just take a deep breath here as you take in this talk and you breathe in your creativity, you breathe, breathe in your possibility. So I want you to imagine your possibilities now. And I want you to declare within as we pray, I am immersed in endless possibilities. I am immersed in endless possibilities and I don't need to worry about them. I don't even need to think about them because Holy Spirit, love, God will show them to me very gently in love as love. And at this time, I want you seeing yourself stepping forward in trust, for stepping forward in this world of form, stepping forward with a big smile, claiming your creativity, creating with spirit, creating with God. And the third step, as we close right now, you recognize your divinity. And maybe for this moment, and even for this second, you feel and recognize the love of God within your heart. You recognize God in you love in you and you recognize that you come from the Father and everything flows easy and effortlessly anything you wish is achieved anything, anything can be accomplished because the energy of God is working in you now the energy of God is expanding out these doors and everything that you want to create is being created as we all wake up together in love as love. All together we say, may it be God's will. Amen. Thank you very much.